Hey everyone, welcome to the Business Minded Sports Physio Podcast. My name is Brian Schwabe, board certified sports physical therapist, entrepreneur, and co-founder of The Student Physical Therapist. I worked with elite athletes for over a decade and currently serve as the director of IO Sports Therapy, working side-by-side -side with high-performance coaches, MNFL and NBA skills trainers, and sports agents on a daily basis. I'm also an author, sports medicine consultant, course creator, speaker, and counselor sports therapist, traveling with professional athletes and celebrities. I created this podcast to share my experience as a sports physical therapist and entrepreneur so that I could give you everything you need to know to cash in on your passions, monetize your expertise, and create your own career Super Bowl. With that in mind, welcome to the podcast. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the sports agent physio relationship and some of the steps that you can take to improve a working relationship with the sports agent. I'll give you a few lessons along the way that I've learned through my experiences, as well as a few stories so you have some context behind why it's so important to build a good working relationship with a sports agent when you're trying to build a pro athlete clientele. But before we get started with that, I want to talk about the last few months because it's been a busy, busy, busy time for me. And along this time, I haven't really put out a lot of podcasts. And the reason why is because my partner, Jim Hefner, and myself have actually relaunched the Student Physical Therapist. And over the last few months, we put in the final details for that website. And we're soon going to be launching the Student Physical Therapist Academy, which should be going out over the next month. So again, if you guys haven't checked out the Student Physical Therapist new website, please do studentphysicaltherapist.com. We have lots of new content on there and we have three specific knowledge tracks that really help every physical therapist tackle what they're most interested in, whether it's financial literacy or freedom to help you tackle student debt or improve income and so much more. Um, it's career uh, development through professional growth and development. So you can learn about different career opportunities, how to grow your practice and so on and so forth. And then finally, the clinical mastery track, which is really designed toward helping you improve your skill set reasoning, and so much more. So again, that's part of the reason why it's been so busy and I haven't put out as many podcasts. But again, I do have some upcoming things with more interviews for more guests upcoming in the next two months. So you should have more regular podcasts. Now to dive into this episode, I do want to specifically talk about some of the steps that you can take to improve a working relationship with a sports agent, agents, or to just get started on that. And I think the first thing I want to talk about is, you know, you really have to understand what is so important to them as a sports agent. What makes them tick? What's important to them? What do they want out of a relationship with a physical therapist, right? Because if you understand that, now you can really start to understand what's going to make them tick. So I think the first thing you need to understand is they want their players taken care of. Now, what does that mean? Well, when they say they want their players taken care of or they have that motivation, it means they want outcomes, they want their players to be happy, and they want their players to have a really good experience with a physical therapist. So if they're rehabbing from an injury, then some of the things you need to think about is how do I communicate well with the player, the agent, and anybody else in their immediate team? Okay, so that's part of step one of player taking care of, right? And in that, I think what's really important to understand, you have to respond to the player as much as you can. They're going to talk to you and text you late at night, on the weekends, when you're with your family, when you're with your significant other, when you're just relaxing. Same thing with an agent. And it's so important to understand that the quicker you respond to that, the better, right? Timely responses to agents and athletes are so important when you're trying to build a relationship. And I'll tell you the reason why. 
It builds trust and reliability, which is what they want. Because again, these are their players and that's their livelihood, right? So they need to not only always be selling their own player, but they also want to always be taking care of them because it's going to help the player advance their career, which also advances the agent's career, right? The more contracts that the player gets and the happier the player is, the happier they are with their agent and the more the agent is able to generate income. So you have to understand that everything that you do for that player is so important to making the agent happy. Okay. And again, it starts with just responding to those text messages or phone calls late at night on the weekends, whenever it may be, and just having constant updates because the updates are also super, super important. Right. And I'll give you an example. I'll give you a story that recently happened that kind of encompasses two of the things we just talked about, the timely responses and understanding urgency. Because this past Memorial Day, I took a, a staycation with my wife and, uh, we went to Huntington Beach where we got married and we just wanted to have like a night to ourselves where we just, you know, do a staycation by the beach, uh, enjoy the weekend, enjoy the pool a little bit. And that Monday morning on Memorial Day, I got a call and I got a call from one of the basketball agents I work with and I didn't ignore the call. In fact, I immediately picked it up within the second ring and this is nothing new for me, but I think there's context behind this. The reason I answered the phone so quickly is because I've worked with this agent before. He's been very good to me. I've been very good to him. And I know that this part of, uh, of the offseason right now is so crucial because there's so many things going on. We have NBA draft prospects that are trying out for, or not trying out, but um, going to team workouts. And the draft is upcoming. We have overseas pros that are just coming back. We have offseason NBA veterans that are just coming back and also getting surgeries right now. So time is of the essence and urgency is so important, especially if you want to grab that business and you want to continuously be that go-to person. So for me, it's always been really important to answer the phone, answer the text message in a timely manner and give as much information and as much help as possible. So again, the lesson for this is being reliable and available. It's a sacrifice. It's kind of required if you want to build that relationship and get those clients. So you really have to understand that if you really want to build a good relationship with a sports agent, be reliable, be available, and pick up the phone. Now, the next thing I want, you, want to talk about is understanding them as a person, right? Understanding agents as people because they are people, right? And like anybody else, you know, if they enjoy working with you or being around you, they're going to want to, you know, they're going to want to give you business and they're going to have a, a much easier time, you know, building that relationship with you. Okay. So, you know, I, I think it's so important to, to really understand that, you know, it goes beyond just doing a service for somebody, you know, it, it goes to uh, talking with them as people, understanding their lives, um, just being able to talk non-business from time to time as well. You know, if you see them, if they're in person, things like that, because, that's also how you build a relationship with anybody. Could be an agent, could be a doctor, could be a friend, could be a significant other. You got to get to know them too. Um, but understand who they are as people, right? Because people generally will work with you for one of three reasons. You're really, really good at your job. You're a great person or some type of combo, right? So you probably know people that are really, really good at their job, but they're kind of hard to deal with as people, but they're so good at their job 
that they get clients anyways. That's one strategy. Or the other strategy, you probably know a lot, a lot more people that are pretty good at their job, but they're great people to be around. And that's why they always have clients, right? People like them. Uh, finally, you probably know a combo of both, right? There's somebody that's really, really good at their job, but also an awesome person. And those are unicorns, right? Those are A-plus players for sure. And uh, the more you can be around people like that, the better. But again, those are reasons why people work with others. And I think that's also something important to understand when you're trying to develop a relationship with a sports agent. So I'll give you another story that I, I had recently over the last couple months. You know, I had a, a player call me on a Friday night. Call come in, came in really late. Um, I just saw him that previous day for a surgery that he just had. And he was worried because, you know, something happened. There's an incident and he felt like it disrupted his surgery. And he was, he was, you know, having a moment. So, you know, I FaceTimed with the athlete and uh, I was able to kind of take a look at everything that was going on, but I also made sure to schedule him for the next day. So I changed my plans. I changed my Saturday to go in to see this person. It wasn't planned. I changed my entire schedule, but I went into the clinic, right? And I updated the agent because I knew he was going to get the same call that I just got. You know, the athlete was a little concerned, as he should have been. And I made sure that I called that person. I said, hey, this is what's going on. I'm going in for him tomorrow. I FaceTimed this person. You know, we, we, we talked about everything. I think everything's okay, but I'm going to go in anyways. I'll give you an update as soon as I finish up with him. And uh, we'll go through some treatment as well. So either way, he gets an extra session in, but I'll let you know. And the agents appreciate that, right? As would any person would appreciate that, right? A parent would appreciate that if you talked about that with their kid, right? Um, if they weren't there, for example, or, you know, something else, right? So it's it's the same way you would work with anybody, but um, it does require you to go above and beyond. And the reason I did that is because I wanted to maintain trust, continue to demonstrate my loyalty to the agent and the athlete. And because, again, agents need timely information, Right. And, and I'll, I'll tell you the reasons why they need timely information. Things are always fluid. Their players could be traded. Their players could be in free agent, free agency. The players could uh, be going through contract negotiations for extensions. Uh, the, the players could be going through, you know, a starting spot issue where they're challenging for a starting spot. You know, personal life things could be going on, marketing deals. There's so much that could be going on. And the quicker and uh, more timely you give information to sports agents, the better, right? I think it's so crucial to understand that if you want to develop a good working relationship with a sports agent, you have to give timely information and you have to have a sense of urgency. So again, picking up the phone, you know, making sacrifices constantly so that you can have updates and, you know, do a really, really good job. Those are the strategies that I would take to start to build a good working relationship with a sports agent. Now, the last story I'll give you is a little bit out of context, but I think it's another lesson to be learned when you're trying to develop that relationship with a sports agent. There was a another basketball agent that I worked with that uh, was out of town, and one of his players was having some knee issues. So uh, he wasn't happy necessarily and, and was a little concerned about the way the team was handling that player because it was one of his uh, marquee players. So he flew him into Los Angeles to go see one of the, the doctors at Curl and Job just for a second opinion, but asked me if I could go by and just act, just talk with the player, uh, be almost a representative for him since he couldn't be there and, uh, you know, meet with the team as well because they were sending out their team physical therapists as well so that they could really, you know, talk with me and I could understand what they were doing treatment wise. 
Now, that's a little bit of a tricky situation because if you think about it, I don't work with this player yet. And this is going to be the first time I met that player. But his agent had enough trust in me to to basically tell this player, hey, I'm going to send Brian to the appointment. I want you to meet with him. I want you know to, you to start to just get to know him because I think he'd be someone that would be really helpful for you. And uh, I want to kind of see what his thoughts are as well. I knew I had a really good relationship with that that doctor as well at Curlin Job. So, um, you know, we we spoke ahead of time as well. And I think what is important to understand here is that, you know, having a really good conversation with all parties involved and, um, you know, going to something like that, taking the time out of my day and scheduling that in advance to say, I'm going to spend a couple hours going to this appointment, driving there, spending time with the team physical therapist, the player, the doctor, and then calling up the agent afterwards to, to kind of give him my thoughts. It kind of tackles a bunch of things, but more importantly, it starts to really show trust and build trust with that sports agent because I went above and beyond to, you know, be a value outside of what I just normally do for them, which is, you know, be a physical therapist, rehab, um, give sound advice, um, act as a consultant. But again, I'm giving value way outside of what I typically do. So I'm always valuable now to the sports agent, right? Because now I've done things for him and I've built an enormous amount of trust and loyalty. More importantly, though, I get an extra benefit out of that. Not that I try to do that, but the extra benefit is now that that team physical therapist knows me and I'm not combative, I'm just learning, right? And just trying to be a fly on the wall and be respectful and professional um, and and listen to their their game plan so that I can hopefully build a relationship with that physical therapist as well. Um, the agent, or the, I mean, the, the athlete now gets to see me interact with him, his team physical therapist and the doctor. The doctor already knows me, you know, he, he, he thinks highly of me. So that helps. And then the, also the doctor gets to see me in that environment as well. So, you know, they get to see basically me be very supportive and um, have a good conversation and be able to handle those dynamics amongst all those different stakeholders in that process. So again, I think, you know, it sounds to some people like, Oh, that's a big sacrifice. Oh, you know, you shouldn't take time out of your day. You're not getting paid for that. I disagree. I think that if you're going to try to build a relationship with a sports agent, a professional athlete, or a big-time doctor, you need to go and do things that are atypical and that build relationships because your network is your net worth a lot of times. And I know that's a, a cheesy saying that they always say, but it's really true. Like You have to build that up so that you can start to get that type of clientele that will pay you eventually. So again, those are some lessons that I think I've taken from my experience working with sports agents over time. And I hope that if you think about some of the things we talked about, which is understanding what's important to them, really taking care of their players, having timely responses and a sense of urgency, uh, building trust, um, understanding them as people, and, and and really what makes them tick is, is so important to building a sports agent relationship um, as a physical therapist. And I think that if you guys start to do that, no matter whether you have a contact already as a sports agent, or you're just starting to try to build a relationship with a sports agent, those are strategies that you can take to start to really build that relationship. And then you'll have some success with it. So again, if you guys have some questions on this stuff, please always comment on these uh, podcasts. I really like to get your feedback and I like to help. So um, message us on Instagram, on our student physical therapist, Instagram, or my Instagram, Brian Schwabe DBT. Um, 
and uh, let me know what you think. Let me know if you have any questions on this stuff, any ways that I can be helpful. Um, again, lots of interviews upcoming with some guests, and I think you'll get a lot of value out of it. So thanks for watching, and we'll see you next time.